I love reading romance, even with my mom. Historical, paranormal, a good rom com. We both like a grump, an alpha, and a beard. But reading with my mom, well, it gets kind of weird. I'm reading steamy scenes, getting bothered and hot. But if mom is asking, I read it for the plot. We look for swoony scenes, those moments that delight. Communication's good, and the banter's so right. So if you'd like to read along and join the group, here's a little secret I'll let you into the loop. It's just a little show that we like to dub, not your mom's romance book club. Welcome to the book club that sure is not your mom's romance book club, but it is my mom's. I'm Ellen, and joining me as always is my mom. Hi, mom. How's it going? Ellen, it's going ever so well. Today we are chatting about Icebreaker by Hannah Grace, but first, Mom, what have you been reading and watching? Well, I read this book. Oh, I did go back and read The Highwayman. Is that what it's called? Yeah. The Kerrigan Byrne. The first book. The first book in the Victorian Rebels series. Uh Uh-huh. And, you know, last week we were complaining about how alpha he was. Holy crap. What's his name in in Highwayman is way more alpha and way more... A little more problematic. <laughs> I don't remember it being a problem the first time I read it, but this time I was like, hmm, new eyes. Yeah. You know, we as, pe- we as a society are evolving and evolving quickly, actually. And I think that it's shows up in some of those older romance novels. And that's not even that old of one. No. But anyway, um, he's extraordinarily alpha. You know, and at the time I was like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And this time I was like, ugh, ugh. <laughs> Anyway, um, but it was fun. It's a fun read. And now I'm reading The Hunter. Yep. Is that what it's called? <laughs> I just read them. I don't really pay attention to the names. Anyway, um, about Christopher Argent. And um, so I'm in the middle of that. Right yeah, because the third one's The Highlander. The Highlander is the third one. So I'm just kind of cruising through those. After reading last week's, so I was like, oh, I love a good Kerrigan Burn. She does write a nice book. Yeah. Um. I haven't read anything else. I did finish a fourth grade book. Uh, there you go. Called "By the Great Horn Spoon," um, which is a Cal- which is a Gold Rush, California Gold Rush adventure novel. Um, and then we're gonna watch the movie because we have like state testing this week. So we did watch that. <laughs> yeah. So we did watch the movie version of "By the Great Horn Spoon." It's called "The Adventures of Bull with Griffith." Griffin. 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 Yeah, and um, it's like a 1967 Disney movie, um, and it's something. It's very 1967. Yeah. And um, it's very Disney. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we watched that today because I was all nervous because I started it up to, like, make sure it was there and it was going to work, and it had that, like, message that Disney has now at the beginning of some of, the mov- of their movies where they say... Um, the depictions of other cultures and races in this movie are not in agreement with Disney's policy, you know, or whatever. And I'm like, oh, great. What's in this? And granted, it has some very questionable, questionable depictions. But apparently they even edited out the worst of it. So, <sighs> you yeah. know. We're still going to watch it in my class. I figure, you know, I can use it as a teaching opportunity. Why, fourth why graders? Why be bad? Why do you think that this it has this message at the beginning? Um, but doing it as respectfully as possible. Um, so we watched that today. 
Uh, we watched the new episode of Taskmaster this week. We're not caught up on Ted Lasso. Um, I watched a little bit more EK. And Ian brought up a good point on the Facebook group that actually Mom and I were talking about last week before we talked about EK on... I wish that, like, because, like, I watch Korean shows and I watch Turkish shows, and they are rife with the just straight romance shows. And, like, I wa I'm waiting for American TV to, like, catch up. I mean, they do, like... Well, when they do, like, when they put out Bridgerton, it's, like, one of the biggest shows ever around, yeah. ever. And it's like, okay, so get a clue. Well, and then, like... We like this romance. Even, like, Virgin River got, like, really good review ratings for Netflix. Yeah. And they're like, it's crazy. I wonder why. And it's like, it's because this is what people want. Like, why do you think Hallmark goes on, like, a freaking yeah. free-for-all at Christmas time? It's... They're, they're successful for a reason. So imagine if you took a Hallmark romance but made it a little spicier and a better production quality, you would have... Yeah, we'd be all over that trash. Hit after hit. Yeah, we're not asking so much. <laughs> no, and they're <laughs> cheap to make. I want them to... I think they're, like, sort of starting to catch on again, but we want it's more. frustrating. Yeah. I want more. Um... We watched anything else this week? I've been like recovering this week, so we've been doing a lot of like going to bed early. We have been doing that. I'm trying to think if I've watched anything. Because I'm like straight up, I watch. got COVID, and then as soon as that was done, like my allergies started up in full effect, and so I'm just a hot mess. I've been reading quite a bit this week, so I haven't watched as much. Um, because the <clears throat> Kerrigan Burn books, you know, they're 400 plus pages, and then of course the this, book we read this for this one was. Also 450 pages or something. It's like... Yeah, we're okay. going to have a bone to pick with you guys. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's all we've been watching. Um, I've been watching some, like, YouTube stuff oh. and, like, Instagram. My husband and I started watching that show, The Diplomat, with Carrie Russell. Oh, yeah. How are you liking that? It's fine. It's a little conversation heavy. I mean, it's a little... I don't know. It's it's a little draggy, but... A little yeah. dry in some parts. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, it's not bad, but it's just, it's very... I don't know. I found a new YouTube channel that does true crime, and she does it, like, pretty respectfully, and um, I like her, like, format. Her name's Kendall Ray. She does, like, true crime stories. Um... I watched one about, like, which I've heard about this case, obviously, but the case in Idaho where the, like, four college kids were, were murdered. That is a really sad story. I don't know about that one. Oof. And I even went to college in Idaho, so. It's really sad. It's a really sad story. Um, anyway, uh, so that's, that's what I've been dabbling in as I go to bed, as I watch true crime, horrific true crime stories that make me cry or make me like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay, um, today we are chatting about Icebreaker by Hannah Grace. This is the first book in her Maple Hills series. The second book, Wildfire, is set to come out in October of this year. Uh, this first book was published in August of last year, 
Um, and this book was also her debut novel. And somebody on the Facebook thread pointed out that it actually started as like a Wattpad story. So it started as... I don't know what that is. It's like fan fiction, but okay. not necessarily based on a fandom. And that makes a lot of sense to me, which we'll talk about later. But here's the back cover description for Icebreaker. Anastasia, how, how are you saying... Anastasia. I say Stacy because I think of Anastasia. Or is or it like Stassi? Anastasia? And then it's Stassi. I don't know. It's okay. either Stacy or Stassi. I grew up with um, Anastasia, the movie musical, cartoon animated movie musical. Uh, I'm so well aware of what you're speaking. <laughs> so I'm going to say Anastasia. Anastasia Allen has worked her entire life for a shot at Team USA, a competitive figure skater since she was five years old, a full college scholarship thanks to her place on the Maple Hills skating team, and a schedule that would make even the most driven person weep. Stassi comes to win. No exceptions. Nathan Hawkins has never had a problem he couldn't solve. As captain of the Maple Hills Titans, he knows the responsibility of keeping the hockey team on the ice rests on his shoulders. When a misunderstanding results in the two teams sharing a rink and Anastasia's partner gets hurt in the aftermath, Nate finds himself swapping his stick for tights and one scary coach for an even scarier one. The pair find themselves stuck together in more ways than one, but it's fine because Anastasia doesn't even like hockey players, right? Mm, not so right. <laughs> You're very wrong, Anastasia. <laughs> um, Mom, <laughs> what did you think of Icebreaker? Um, it was okay. I, I can't even give it a really like. No. Here's here's something I've learned about myself. Here's like a big thing I've learned about myself, which I probably already knew. Because I'm a 61 year old grown ass adult, reading about kids, 20 year olds in college partying like crazy and you know to the point where they're sick drunk all the time and making you know questionable life choices is not my idea of a fun book to read i could see if you were like 16 17 18 where it's like oh college life sounds so fun to me it just seemed like horrendous to read about this and you know these poor rich white boys who play hockey and and their poor you know, dreadful lives. It's, it's just a bit much for me. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about the new adultness of it all. We've talked about new adult for us before in the past. Um, and that might just be a me thing. Yeah. I don't know if everybody's going to agree with me, but it's a me thing as well. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Um, here's what I will say. And we kept saying this to each other. Nothing happens Nothing. in this book. In this 450-page book. Yeah, it's a long-ass book in which, like, nothing happens, really. And so when somebody pointed out that it's a Wattpad story, that makes so much more sense. Because as somebody who has myself written fan fiction, you kind of write it, like... One like a serial thing? Like, yeah, you. Yes. so you, like... I mean, not everybody does it that way, but a lot of people will write... Like, put out a chapter and then get some feedback and then write the next chapter. And then, and so that, that makes so much more, like, I understand why it well, is the way it I is. I told Ellen, I said, so it's like a now. whole series of disjointed events. And yeah. even the Aaron story doesn't start until, like, 
50% into the story. Well, the whole... Okay, so the back cover description that we just read, it it acts like the main th- thrust of the story is that he has to help partner her for her figure skating. That does not happen until 49% of the way through the book. And it's a very sh- short part of the book. Yeah. And then there's all this other stuff. But it was very... Um, this happened, and then this happened, and then this happened, but and then this happened. That's why I'm like, that's that's where the the Wattpad is coming through. Like that makes so much more sense to me now. I mean, I'm not saying it's an excuse, but it it does explain that more to me because the yeah, it's just it's one party and then another party. Uh, just got and then another party. Exhausting. And then another party, <laughs> and then they have sex, and they have sex at each of these parties. And some so. form of sex. <laughs> so. Yeah, it just... Um, I, I'll just say it wasn't the book for me. And I will agree. And it's... And a lot of it has to do with it being new adult, which we'll talk about. But the pacing is like... And you got... You know, you guys know I was skimming a lot of this freaking book. Um, and I'm not a good skimmer. I have to read the whole thing. And I was just... It was, like, painful to me to look at how far I was percentage-wise. I'm like, seriously? I've been reading all this time, and I've only gone up 1%. And it was it, it was just a slog fest for me. It was, yeah, it was, it was pretty, it was pretty sloggy. And it's, and it's, like I said, it's because there's not, like, much that happens. I mean, I suppose you could, like, kind of call it, like, a slice of life for college. But the other thing is that this is not my college. <laughs> Which we'll, we'll talk about as well. Well, and even even if it is a slice of life, and I know that other people had very different college experiences than us, it's just not something I want to read about. About you know twenty year olds getting blasted, blasted, and, and okay. And as we get into things, there's other things that bug me, but we'll talk about it because I know you have questions. Yeah. But uh, anyway, yeah, it was it was hard for me to get through this one, and I probably would have DNF'd it if I. I definitely would have done that. Didn't have to read it for the podcast. Um, what did you think of Anastasia as her heroine? She was fine. She did a lot of. St- okay. She. Picked- I kept. I kept wanting to think, man, these people are so immature. And then I thought, well, yeah, they're super young. However, she. I couldn't understand why she was mad at him all the time. Every mm-hmm. time she was mad at him, I'm like, I-, I don't understand why you're mad. At the beginning, she's all pissed off at him because their rink broke down and now they have to share their skating rinks and it's like she's not mad about that she's mad that he lied about it mom well even that's even worse i I mean because the only reason he lied about it which was a very you know it was more of he was hiding something from her because he didn't want to get his teammate in trouble he didn't want anyone to know why would he tell her he doesn't even know her yeah and i mean that's like someone saying you know, you lied to me about something. It's like like some family issue that I have. And it's like, well, you never told me about it. And that's just horrible. It's like, I don't even know you. Why would I share something about my family with you? Yeah, that is not even my thing. Yeah. It's like, I'm not telling you something that somebody else, like, so, confided in me with. And so. even at the end, when she's trying to fix her partnership with Aaron, and and she gets so pissed off at him about him about realizing... Nate. Yeah, realizing that he's... To, at Nate... About he's trying to be protective of her, and he doesn't want her to get hurt again. And and she even sees that, but she still gets all mad at him. And 
I don't know, 90% of the time she, when she was mad at him, I was like, I, I don't get what you're so upset about. I don't get you. I don't get you. Anyway, it, so it was irritating. And that's why I was like, man, she's so immature. And I was like, yeah, she is because she's a freaking 21-year-old college student. Yeah. And I had problems with the fact she was so wound up about her diet and about eating correctly. And then she was literally out drinking till she... I mean, I suppose they don't tell us what she's drinking. I mean... I think most alcohol has quite a few calories in it. I think, I think like, vodka can be, like, somewhat... Like a diet drink? Kind of. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know my alcohols, but... Still, if she was that worried about her body and what the stuff that she put in her body, it seemed, and I'm not judging her for, for. Yeah, eat what you want, but. For drinking and, and eating. I mean, whatever. 64 calories in a, like, shot of. Well, I, and I guess that's not terrible. However, however, if you're that worried about your, your. Um, no, 100 calories in a 50 milliliter shot, millimeter shot of vodka. It's the lowest calorie alcohol. Well, so the others would have quite a few calories in, because that's not yeah, calorie-free. Like, yeah. It's not like Diet Coke, which is my go-to. <laughs> um, anyway, it just seemed like if she was that worried about her body, she would have been more careful about the amount of alcohol she drank. Anyway. Well, that's why she had to be careful of what she was eating, is because she <laughs> so was she going could go out and get slobbery <laughs> drunk every weekend. <laughs> you know, I'm not judging her for her drinking. I'm judging her because... She seems hypocritical to me for one thing to be such a big deal and the other thing to not be such a big deal. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's fine. I mean, it's it's like you said, she's she's the one who frustrates me more in the book than he does. Yeah. I actually don't really have any beef with him personally. I did. I personally, though, I really like the fact that she realizes that she's got some problems and she's in therapy and she uses the yeah. therapy and she recommends therapy a lot. And I'm like, you know. And it was kind of nice also see, like, a lot, <laughs> you know, yes, because we are definitely advocates for most of these people that they we read about therapy. being in therapy. And so it was also kind of cool to, like, see some of her therapy sessions and see her, like, talking out some of these things where it's like, yeah, I'm, I was being stupid and, like, saying, I don't know why I was so angry at him, and her therapist being like, yeah, maybe you should talk to him about that. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> yes, what she said. <laughs> yes, therapist, thank well, you. Well, and I do like how she uses some of her therapy stuff to kind of self-critique herself, and also, you know, I know I need to talk to him about this because of X, Y, Z. You know, also to kind of critique how other people behave through her therapist, her mm-hmm. therapy eyes. And, um, and I think that's healthy. I think that's a good use of therapy. And, um, anyway, so that I appreciated. Yeah. Very much. Um, and I, I liked, I, I mean, like, so looking at positives, I like to her relationship with her parents and kind of like realizing, yeah, realizing where she has, like, I like where it goes. I like where it goes too. Yes. I didn't like the fact that she kind of ghosts her parents quite a bit. Yeah. You know, I would not have. That always happens in these new adult books. I would not have tolerated that. Parents don't exist (laughs) in new adult books. When Ellen was in college, I called her every day. (laughs) Yeah, this is true. Um, Or or I called you. We talked pretty much every day. We talk. Well, and we still do. We talk a lot. We do. Um, And you love it. I can tell by the look on your face. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I had a friend this week tell me that her and another mutual friend of ours were, like, chatting about problems that they're having with their parents, and then they got talking about me, and they are like, stupid Ellen, she has such a good relationship with both her parents. How dare she? (laughs) I'm like, sorry. Because your parents are amazing. Sure. Um... (laughs) Anyway, uh, yeah, she's fine. She's fine. We've had worse. Probably. <laughs> it's hard. To, it's hard to think of one right now off the top of my head. That's worse. Um, what did you think of Nate as our hero? I liked Nate. Okay, I think he was almost always coming from a good place. Um, you know, he was. He relative. does less to piss me off than she does, for sure. I did have a problem with him though, like when he's with. Anastasia, he's always like all about consent, all about oh I never yeah. I never had sex with a girl who's drunk, X Y Z, and then the book literally starts with him waking up in bed with some girl. But in fairness, that that's, he doesn't remember having sex with. I know, but that's him being drunk. It's not him taking advantage of somebody that's too drunk. Well, okay, I'm sure she was maybe drunk too, maybe though. what's her face took advantage of him. Well, and that's very likely. But I don't know that she was sober either when they had sex. So, anyway, you know, I liked the message of consent, but it didn't seem across the board. Yeah. No, but gen- generally, I thought most Generally, of that it was, was pretty, pretty good. good. Um, I like how he takes care of the team. I like how he's... I wish he, like, took a little bit better care of his sister, and, like, looked yeah. out for her because it's, like, if your dad is so awful and, like, you can't get away, you, like, can't wait till you can, like, be rid of him, like, help out homegirl a it little bit It seems like more. he would be going home every chance he got so that he could kind of run interference, give her a break from her, yeah. from her dad. I kind of wonder if she's going to show up with one of the hockey players. Well, I think she might show up eventually. Yeah. Maybe she'll... Oh, she's young. She's really young. They're also young. It's Henry. Hot. Henry is young, too. He's only a sophomore. Yeah. I mean, he's going to be a junior. But, um, yeah, she's only 16. That's true. Which is really young. Yeah. Well, I mean, for a 16 and a 19, 20-year-old, that's, you know, a little problematic (laughs) because she's not even legal yet. But, I mean, as they get when older... When she's a freshman, he'll be... When she's a freshman, he'll be... So when she's 18, he'll be 22. Senior. 21, 22. Anyway. Um, do we have anything else to say about Nate? He's... I like some of the... You know, I know I'm not supposed to, but I like some of the, like, jealousy stuff. I like the jealousy stuff. I know that we're not supposed to, but I like it. Um, and I like the possessive stuff. Yeah. I do, too. It has its place, right? <laughs> I mean, it's written... It's It keeps popping up in these books for a reason. <laughs> We're not the only ones. Um, and... I'm trying to... Here's the thing. I don't remember much about this book, and I read it less than 24 hours ago. Well, okay. So when we talk about the possessiveness, um, like her relationship with Ryan... The whole mm-hmm. thing was a little weird to me. Mm-hmm. And um, she's like, so we're not having sex anymore because he wants to get with Olivia. And it's like, I don't know. That whole thing seemed weird and awkward to me. It's modern dating, Mom. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I don't know. It just this seems... Is, it, it's a rare book where we see both characters having sex with other people. Other people. Like, actively having sex with other people um, while they know each other. Yeah. Anyway. It, 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 anyway. It's... It's fine. It's what it is. It it was small in the whole scheme of other stuff that I didn't really care for in the book. Yeah. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Um, okay, let's talk about the new... Speaking of things that you have a problem with, let's talk about the new adult of it all. Um, we've talked about this basically every other time we've ever read a new adult book. Um, and you guys keep recommending them and we keep reading them and it's, you know, like the definition of insanity is doing <laughs> the same thing. We keep not liking them. <laughs> doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. I mean, I've read some new adults that I like. Um, I think, I mean, this is going to sound like so back in my day, but, um, I don't know. It's like, these young adults are doing stuff differently. First of all, I'm like outside of the normal young adult anyway. I mean, here's the deal, you guys. I went to a like church funded college. <laughs> so you went to a churchy school. I went to a churchy school where they weren't and wild where vendors we, every weekend. We weren't like we would have like ice cream socials. Like that was like our kind Pizza of parties, our kind of parties. So I could make, so, and, but like, and it doesn't even have to be like that, but maybe if there was a new adult where there's a, a an apartment of girls that all live together and they come home and they put on sweatpants <laughs> and they, this eat, is Ellen's college experience. <laughs> and they eat an unhealthy amount of goldfish crackers <laughs> and binge watch bones and then have a bunch of dudes over to play phase 10 and five crowns. Then I could maybe get on board with that. Or when I was there, series. they a bunch of dudes came over to play um, rock star. Rock, rock band. Rock band. Yeah, that was our other thing. We had rock, we had rock band in our apartment and Guitar Hero. And a PS. And... And we also had TiVo, which also made us, like, pretty popular. Um, and then, <laughs> Well, you are dating yourself, my friend. Yeah. And then um, we had this game called Five Crowns. If you've never played it, it's, like, one of my faves. Um, but it's a card game. It's a card game. It's Five Crowns in Phase 10. And, like, we would have, like, especially there was this other apartment of, of guys that lived kind of down the hall from us. And um, that was what we would do is we'd get together and we'd play those card games all the time. And we'd smoke them. And they, the okay. guys, the guys you would smoke them by beating them at the game. Yeah, not. yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, <laughs> not smoke not, the cards. Not that these cards were um, laced with anything. But one time the guys came over and they're like, how come you guys are always in sweatpants every time we come over? And I'm like, uh, you try wearing freaking skinny jeans all day and then come home and not put on sweatpants, <laughs> sir. Um, and we would question why none of them ever wanted to date us. And there we go. I also went to a church college. Here's my college story, which I'm not sure if I've told before. You have, but it, it was probably a while ago. It was a while ago. So I also but went to a church college. But you've definitely told this story. It was a different church college, but it was still a church college. But it was in the same vein. <laughs> in the same vein, very much so. In the same name of... And um, so one time we were at church and one of the guys at church came up to us and said... Oh, I haven't, you haven't told this one. I, I thought you were talking about the porno magazine. Oh, one. no, I have told that one. Um, one of the guys at church came up to us and said, I'm really grateful for you guys because you get so many guys to church for us. And we're like, 
what? What are you talking about? Well, here's the deal. Our apartment was on a little hill and you had to walk in front of our apartment to get to uh, where... Well, your apartment was like down a hill that you had to walk on the hill. You had to walk up the hill. Well, it was at the bottom of the hill, but it was... So you could like look down into your apartment. Yes. So not super down, but you could look across at our apartment. And he said that when we're in our living room, ironing in our underwear, the guys could all see us. (laughs) And apparently it was the conversation of, you got to go to church so you can see these girls ironing in their underwear. And I'm like, you know what? You are welcome. (laughs) Tell them to call me sometime. (laughs) Put your money where their mouth is. Come on. We will hook you up anytime. (laughs) And um, so I guess us ironing in our underwear was what got guys to... To church, so and now you won't. Your go thank you. Near You're welcome, God. <laughs> now you won't go near an iron to save your life. No, I haven't ironed in in years. <laughs> Maybe that's why it was. That's why it's a repressed, <laughs> you know, God. memory thing. Yeah. But um, so that was part of my church college experience. Yeah. Um, but basically, these kids are just like th- these children are having a very different college experience than I have. Than our church college experiences. <laughs> but I don't even think that that's, it's only that. Like, even my, like, non-church friends, they weren't doing this. I mean, they were going, they were going to, like, I think it's because I don't, I don't, like, I didn't socialize with a lot of athletes, and, I mean, I grew up as a drama kid, so all my non and you're still just drama 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 yeah um (laughs) but like i didn't know a lot of people that were in frats or um uh, and they did exist athletes yeah um but i don't know it's like were were people really this sexually confident at 20 years old because like i don't feel like i know any of those people and reading some of the comments, I think you guys don't either. <laughs> and you weren't at church-sponsored schools. So, like us. Um, it's just... But that's always the case with new adult books that we that we read. It's like they're always living this, like... <laughs> where I'm just like, what world are you in? It's almost like, like when you're a kid and you're playing with Barbies and you make up this lifestyle for your Barbie... That's what these new adult books are like. And then... Jeez, but when Mom, you, what kind of Barbies were you playing with? Hey, uh, that we, Just mashing We Barbie. had Barbie villages. There were Because uh, me and my two sisters, we had a lot of Barbie stuff. Anyway, um, because it's just like, I don't know, almost like this make-believe situation that looks so glamorous on that side of it. But on this side of it, it's like... Oh, just doesn't sound it's not appealing to me well it's like it's like my cousin and i are getting ready to go on our cruise and every time we talk about the cruise, and they are gonna tear up <laughs> europe every, <laughs> no but every time we talk about the cruise we're just talking about how like we're just gonna be smashing dudes like everywhere all that's exactly the way that's going down <laughs> but i know it's not how it's going <laughs> and i you know like part of it is us joking but we are going into this cruise with, like, big dick energy for ourselves <laughs> and what we're trying to put out there into the universe. Um, and so I feel... But really what it's going to look like is a bunch of giggly girls <laughs> in Europe and these Italian up. guys going, what the hell? Hey, <laughs> Italian dudes love me, I'm just going to say. When I was in Italy, there was a, uh, like, 
when I was in one city for six weeks, I had 30, I think I was 31 marriage proposals just on the street. Just dudes coming up to me and being like, oh my gosh, beautiful. I love your dimples. They loved my dimples. And I don't, I've never even thought of myself as having dimples, but I got dimples all the time and they were like, oh, I love you. Marry me. Like, this is just the thing that they say. It's because those skinny bitches, Italian women. I know. And I'm like, <laughs> they like the curves. Light them up. <laughs> they are a small people, like, fra- like small framed. And, you know, we got that. Pioneer stock. Pioneer <laughs> frontiers woman stock on us. Um, but yeah, I did very well in Italy. So now that I'm not there in a church capacity, yeah. line them up, rack them up. I'm sure that's exactly how it's going to go down. <laughs> Ciao, Bella. <laughs> um, so that's what I feel. Somebody, <laughs> this is a book that's being written with big dick energy. <laughs> Of the college experience. <laughs> yeah, and it just seems exhausting to me. <laughs> yeah, it does. Sound. Listen, I, I thought college was exhausting enough when I was going home and watching Bones and playing Phase 10. Yeah, seriously. And these people are getting drunk every weekend. Yeah. Or not even weekends. I mean, it's And just... going to, like, practices, like, sports practices. I wasn't even doing that. I was working, but... um, I don't know. It just seemed overwhelming to me. Yeah, it's like, where do you find the time? Jeez Louise. The energy. Um, but yeah, basically, uh, new adult is not for me. <laughs> yes. If so you guys make a note somebody, of that. <laughs> maybe someday somebody or I can write a new adult book that is about those girls that eat goldfish crackers and watch a lot of And bones. wear sweatpants. And wear sweatpants. I don't think bones is a thing anymore. I think you're kind of dating yourself there. <laughs> hey, listen, in this book, though, they watched a shit ton of Criminal, criminal Minds. And, and you guys <laughs> watched that in college, That too. was the other one that we watched a lot of. That's true. So, you know. I mean, that show's I been did. around for a long time. And did time. you pick up on the fact that she was reading the Kiss Quotient? In, I did pick on up airplane. on that fact, yes. Um, okay. Uh, let's talk about the initial premise of having to share the rink, which quickly becomes a non-issue. And we already kind of touched on this, but she makes a really big deal. Like a huge deal about it. And it's like, you're not going to be on the ice 24-7. Just give them some time. Yeah. And... I would think that most colleges don't even have two ice rinks. Okay. The other thing that I want to... This is not related to the question, but I was not getting L.A. from this book. I was not either. Even the name of the town, Maple Hills. Maple Hills. I'm like, Maple? We don't have a lot of maples in well, Southern we, California. Yeah, in Southern California. I mean, if it was Palm Hills or something. but Or which, Redwood Hills. You don't want to hear my thoughts on palm trees. But Maple the- Hills sounds more like uh, Vancouver, New yeah. England. or not. Well, yeah. and all the like winter sports that are being played, I'm like... Yeah, this I mean, does I know that it happens sound like in LA. LA too, but I just, I, I mean, you know, and I and then the they, and then way, they would Ellen. go somewhere in LA, and I'm like, wait, what? I'm like, oh yeah, it's supposed to be in LA. <laughs> <laughs> I completely forgot about that. Um, I was not getting LA vibes from it, and it being named Mabel Hills was not triggering LA, not at all, vibes for me. But um, okay, so that was the tangent, but. Um, yeah, so the initial, the initial like thing where she's angry at him for lying about, that was stupid. And then she 
has so then Aaron comes around and he says, "Oh, well, did anyone get arrested for destroying that?" I mean, I get that it was UCLA boys who is that who it ended up being was yeah cause oh they, yeah because they were mad because he was sleeping he with got some girl pregnant but he didn't really get her pregnant mm-hmm. someone else did and anyway someone from UCLA those bastards at UCLA. Someone from there came and destroyed their rink. That's my, my, I know a sorority, I know a sorority girl from UCLA. And I, when she told me she was, she had been a sorority girl, I was like, oh, interesting. It's my friend who like ended up going to Harvard and stuff. Oh. I wouldn't have pictured her. As a sorority sister. Yeah. Sister. Um, anyway, um, so then Aaron, who is... Anastasia's partner for skating partner. figure skating and seemingly wants to be partners in other ways. Is that like, that's never explicitly stated, but that's what's going on. Right. Is he like, is in love with her? I think so. I mean, that's why, cause he ends up kissing her at the end. I think that was all part of the, yeah. well, it was all, I don't even know if it was, if he's interested in her romantically, I think just manipulatively he wants to be able to control her. Yeah. I don't like, I thought the whole time it was going to be that he like, is in love with her and is just trying, like, being jealous of what's-his-face. But then, like, that never happens, and so it's just it, Well, like, it's oh, never, okay. like, there's never, like, a discussion about it. It mm-hmm. never really comes out that way. So I don't know, Ellen. I don't know. I mean, he's a dick, obviously. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, so he, um, so he, it turns out, but obviously we knew this anyway, lies that it was... Nate, who is responsible for him getting hurt, and so he's out of skating for a little while. So when he's out of skating, Nate steps in and is, and at this point, they're also, like, they've had sex by this point. Well, they're into each other. A couple times. They're not, like, officially dating yet. Well, and she's mad at him. I don't know. She's always mad at him. I can't follow her and all of her... Um, so then they start, like, skating together... But that also doesn't, like, go anywhere, really. Well, first of all, I can't imagine he's even worthwhile as a partner for what she needs right? as a skating partner because all he can do is lift her and skate, I guess. But he can't do any, like, tricks or anything. And he can't, you know, skate the way she needs a real partner to skate. I don't know. It was all a little mushy. I mean, I was expecting it to be, like, cutting edge. And, like, I was expecting it to go somewhere, right? Like, Aaron backs out on her at the last minute at some big competition. And then he has to step in and he saves the day. But nothing like that happens. And really, like, I guess the whole Aaron plot line is supposed to be, like, the main thrust of the story. But even that is very... It's so in the background of the rest of it that it just... It's very come and go. Um, Here's another thing. I... This happens a lot in these new adult books. Um, It happens in other books, too. But this thing where there's, like, a gaggle of guys for some reason, and then they, like, all become obsessed with this one girl who's dating one of the guys. I'm always like, why? Why? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, they're surrounded by beautiful women all the time. What's... Well, that was part of my thing, is I never really got even why Nate 
was so into her because she was just awful to him. Yeah, I mean, like, that's fine, I guess. But, like, I never understand why, like, Henry is, like, so obsessed with her for, like, I don't know. I was skimming a lot. So maybe... You were. And JJ. And JJ's gay, right? Is that... He's polyamorous. So I just... I think is what it said. And I was reading. Or pansexual. Oh. Maybe I did read that. One of the P's. Okay. I think he's pansexual, which means that he's... All over the board. Yeah. I mean, I don't mean that in a derogatory way. <laughs> no. Um, okay. I was just having... First of all, I was having a hard time keeping track of all the guys at first. Yeah. I was telling mom, I'm like, there's a lot of freaking basic white dude names in this book that I'm having a hard time <laughs> keeping track. And I thought that this was, like, somewhere in the middle of a series, but it's not. It's, like, the first book. And I'm like, wow, that's a lot of, like, dudes to throw at you. Um, yeah. And, you know, and that was another thing I had is (laughs) these poor, you know, we're supposed to feel sorry for him and his relationship with his dad and all this. And it's like, okay, I'm sorry. You've got every freaking thing paid for, for you. It's hard for me to boohoo, boohoo. Yeah. Your dad might be hard to deal with, but I mean, you ignore him enough that it's. Yeah. Now you're not even living with him, but you've got a house and a car and your college and everything paid for. So it's hard for me to feel really sorry for you and your poor white privileged life. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, So, yeah, so the Aaron thing, like, like I said, I mean, it is a thing, but it also doesn't go anywhere. And also, like, this is another instance where she really pisses me off because, I don't know, like, like we said, she, like, rails on Nate about very insignificant things, but then with Aaron, who's said all of these horrible things and has treat like, gaslit her for years, years, and has just been generally manipulative and asshole-ish, she's just like, oh, but we have so much history, and I'm like, where? I mean, you haven't told us anything other than, like, you guys have had good times, and I'm, I have not seen any of that. Well, and the book ends with her severing her relationship with Aaron and just going out to be a single skater. And it's like, well, why didn't you do that, you know, weeks ago? Yeah. When uh, he started, you know, when he couldn't skate anymore, you know? I mean, I think, like, she's already, like, I think there's probably things about her already being signed up for certain competitions or whatever, but... Probably. I don't know. Uh, It... If only we had a dog snoring in the background. So. <laughs> yeah, there's no... I know you guys say that you can't hear that, but there's no freaking way. But he's so cute. Um, okay, let's talk about sex, baby. Plenty to be had. There's plenty of sex. Apparently, he has a ginormous <laughs> schwanz. love an enormous schwanz sticker. Because they talk about it all the time. Yeah, they really get after it in many different ways. And many different settings and many different volumes and many different configurations and all of those things. Um, and in general, like I said, they just seem much more sexually confident than I feel like <laughs> any 20 year old has. Maybe the right. that's what the alcohol helps with Ellen. I don't know. <laughs> I Listen, I've been to so many parties with church people where I'm just like, gosh, alcohol would really help loosen up <laughs> well, this group. I think because in our Air Force days, we went to a lot of parties. And let me tell you about drunk people. 
they're cute and charming for a while, and then it hits a point. No, I'm I'm fully aware of this. But it hits a point where it's like, I don't want to be here anymore. But I don't want to be the only sober person in this room I've anymore. I've been to so many like singles parties with like church people where I'm just like just a little bit, just a little bit of libations to, to like take, take the edge off and up some of these people. It's because it's just we use like brownies and ice cream instead of. <laughs> I know, but that doesn't have the same effect, Mom. Um, I don't know. <laughs> But, um, yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean, definitely I think that the booze do help with yeah, a yeah. lot of this sexual confidence. But, um, and I mean, based on the things they were doing, I guess they have every right to be sexually confident. But, you know. Yeah, it was, I mean, there was a lot of sex. Not my college. Not my college. Hashtag, 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 hashtag not, not my, my college. college. <laughs> not my experience. <laughs> not my new adult era. <laughs> um, what was your swinniest moment? Okay. I don't even know if I have one. Well, here's my deal. I think my swinniest moments are when she was chatting with Henry. I think her and Henry <laughs> had more swoony moments for me than her and Nate. I mean, her and Nate were fine, but it was usually just banging it out. And it's yeah. like, I... I don't always find that, you know, swoony. It's I generally do. Um, and there were some swoony bangs in this one. Um, but also, like, there was so much of it that I was like, okay. Especially, yeah. like we said, it's a freaking long-ass book. And so it got to the point where I'm like, okay, okay, I get it. I get it. No, I, I even skimmed through a lot of sex parts, but... um. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's one of those books where it's like, you know, we've talked about sex scene, reading sex scenes before. And this is one of those books where it's like, okay, we could have cut back on some of those. Probably my Sweeney Smell is when he punches Aaron. Cause Aaron at the party? Yeah, because Aaron had it coming. Or at the end. Either time. Because I don't think he punches Aaron at the party. Aaron punches him. Or Henry punches. Henry punches. Henry. See, that's Henry. what I'm saying. <laughs> Henry. <laughs> and she has like her cute little moment with Henry when she sleeps in his room because I can't remember why she didn't sleep in I think what's it? Because she was drunk, right? Or like one of them was... I think he was really drunk and so she went and slept in Henry's room. Anyway there was a cute moment where she slept in Henry's room. Oh, there was the cute moment when Henry came in to apologize and he was eating Lucky Charms which I respect and um, you know and he apologized to her for hitting Aaron because yeah. he hit Aaron. I, I just found Henry more spoony than Nate. Yeah. The next book is about Russ, which we don't get much Russ. Russ is the one that he was protecting. Yeah. Um, I don't know if she it's got all with, mad about. I don't know if it's with the girl that he had the history with. I could probably figure it out right now. Um, but yeah, in general, it's like not... Uh, it looks like it might... Yeah, it might be that girl that he has... The encounter with. Um, okay. That's what we think. And we have a lot of uh, feedback on this one. And generally, I know that most of you agree with us. So, <laughs> I haven't even read any of the comments. Rosie says, I desperately wanted to like this one after I'd seen it so hyped up. See, and that's another thing is a lot of these books that are really hyped on TikTok, and I don't know if the authors or publishers or someone are, are pushing that kind of stuff. But a lot of these books that are really hyped up on TikTok, we don't always agree with. No, we don't. Well, the TikTok audience, yeah, this is written for the TikTok audience. Yeah. 
Um, plus, I love hockey and thought the hockey player slash ice skater premise was cute. Unfortunately, though, this one fell a bit flat for me. The pacing was off, and it felt way too long. Yes and yes. I did, however, enjoy the supporting cast of characters, and they made the book more enjoyable for me. Um, yeah, there was too many of them, but I, but yes, I like we said, I liked Henry. I liked JJ. Mm-hmm. I liked uh I liked her Lola. and JJ cooking together. I liked Lola and Robbie together. I like yeah, Lola and Robbie together, too, and I would like to... But I don't know if they'll get a book because we got so much of their relationship Probably in this not. book. Um, Catherine says, this was a DNF for length for me. Yeah. I probably got a library hold in and wanted to read that more and then never felt like I had to return to this one. It's a little long. I wasn't outraged with it or anything. I just felt it was time to read something else. My college experience was vastly different from a new adult <laughs> novel, so the setups rarely ring true for me. Um, girl, same. Please sound off, everyone, if your college experience was like a new adult novel. I'm curious if it is true to life. Yeah, please sound off. <laughs> I would love to, like, hear from some of you if, like, this is, you know, a, a accurate depiction. Because, like, if it is... Get after it, son. Like that, <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Um, and that's awesome. I'm really happy for you. Cassie says, I tried reading this in October when it was still on Kindle Unlimited and was getting tons of hype on TikTok, and I DNF'd it pretty quickly. This time I was able to get through it on audiobook, but wow, did I dislike it. It simultaneously had too much going on and also absolutely nothing happening. Thank which you, is yes. really something. And that is a completely accurate description. <laughs> like, too much of nothing. nothing. Well, it's like I said, it's just a series of little things happen, and so it all adds up to literally nothing. Yeah. Um, there was so much page time devoted to Anastasia talking about and going to therapy and also using therapy buzzwords. Despite all that, Anastasia failed to recognize her disordered eating until someone else pointed out to her and failed to see that Aaron was just a bad guy even though it was blatantly obvious. I say this as a reader who often screams, just go to therapy. This book had too much, and it didn't even seem to work that well for the characters. <laughs> that's fair. I would say that's fair. I mean, I like having the therapy in it, but yes, obviously she was missing out on some pretty key... Yeah, some red flags, big yeah. time. Um, there were so many side characters introduced, it made my head spin. I'm still not entirely sure if JJ and Jaden are the same person. They are. Because it was Jaden Johal or something. and so that's why they called him JJ. Yeah. Um, Henry stole the show for me. I really liked him. Same, Mm -hmm. Cassie. Anastasia and Nate were both very meh for me. I think this book would have worked better if Anastasia and Nate had to be skating partners first. Then they developed feelings for each other and had sex. There was so much sex without relationship development in this book, I started dreading getting to a sex scene. And maybe I'm showing my age here, but these characters all read like children to me. So Nate's dirty talk gave me full body shudders. (laughs) Sir, why are you calling her a good girl when you're a child yourself? (laughs) My eyes almost rolled out of my head when Anastasia did a full split during sex. No, whatever. I know. I was just like, (laughs) what? The sex made my crotch hurt. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Ian. (laughs) The sex was too much. I wanted to DNF multiple times. I did like the middle section of the book 
when Anastasia and Nate were skating together, but I had to endure a lot to get to that point and even more after that portion ended. This book was so long. How did it make it to traditional publishing without some editing? And the cherry on top for me was the unplanned pregnancy thrown in at the end with no discussion of options and even after Anastasia specifically said she wanted to adopt kids. It was frustrating. All of this ranting is to say this book was very much not for me. I would um, agree with that. Well, Cassie, I basically agree with everything you said, so that puts me <laughs> in agreement with that as well. Um, <clears throat> Maida says, I was excited to read this one because I was a big fan of The Deal, which we read a couple of years ago, but this book definitely fell short. I think, and when, I, uh, I think we were, like, because I, I, I've read The Deal, I'd read The Deal before we did it on the show. I think we were kind of in the same boat where it's like, new adult is not for us, but like this one has some good stuff in it. And this one definitely reminded me of the deal, but I feel like the deal was executed better. Um, so Maida continues. This book definitely fell short or rather long, way too long. long. And like someone said, not much happens. So much page was used on the many friends, Ryan, JJ, Henry, Summer, etc. It could have been much better if it was half the length. I know they both share ad nauseum how much they love each other, but I still didn't feel a lot of chemistry. Agree, agree, agree. Like the whole thing with her falling through the ice and that, it... It was just not something that needed to be in the book. I mean, there's just a lot of little things like that, little incidences like that, that it's like, okay, it, this is not promoting the storyline. This is not, I don't know. Well, and the fact, like, okay, have that, but have it do something to the plot. Yeah, have that be, like, and I guess that is the thing that, like, makes them, I don't know, like, I feel, because that is the thing that makes them say I love you to each other, right? Yeah, it is, because yeah. they, like, so... I guess it serves a purpose, but I don't know. At this point, that at that point, the book is so long that I'm just like, I don't, I just don't care anymore. I'm sorry. I just, I just literally would be like, I'd read, 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 and I look down, and I'd only gone like one or two percent. I'm like, gosh, dang it. Yeah. Um. Okay, Sarah, who we love, she says, I really liked this one. I'm sorry, oh, Sarah. Sorry, Sarah. The way the team became family, this, the way that Nate always stepped up for his chosen family, the way Nate sniffed out what a bad manipulator Aaron was, but did not force his opinion too harshly on Anastasia, I felt it had real heart. I, I do like all of those things as well. It is more new adult than I usually read, but it was hot and full of heart. Also, and maybe because I love someone who was adopted, I completely understood Anastasia's feelings and reactions. I did like that stuff, and the fact that she questioned it, but then... Like, you know, yeah. Yeah. went to her parents and, like, came to the realization, like, yeah, why did I ever question it? Like, obviously you guys love me. Um, adoption is wonderful but leaves scars behind no matter how wonderful the upbringing of the child has. So I give this one a liked a lot. You are entitled to that opinion. <laughs> and we still love you, Sarah. Um, <clears throat> Karen says, at the beginning of this book, I didn't find either main character likable. By the end, I was a bit more won over by the two of them as a couple, and their relationship was sweet at times, but as other people have mentioned, somehow simultaneously so much happens, and yet not much happens. And the effect was that I just didn't care. Yes, Karen. 
Also, everyone in this book was so weirdly casual and public about sex in a way that made me cringe. I'm all for celebrating good sex, but these friend groups felt, for lack of a better description, performatively vulgar. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's true. Sex positivity is, is good, but I guess I prefer to read about sex that is meaningful and intimate and not happening in an Uber. Yeah. Also, don't... With all your friends there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, like, right there. When they were talking and about... I it, couldn't understand why she had to sit on his lap. They're the only ones in the back in the seat. back seat. They're the only ones in the back seat. Yeah. So why does she have to sit on his lap? I don't understand that. Because, Mom, obviously... <laughs> obviously what? <laughs> okay, but... So... Like, whatever, that is, you can find that hot. I'll and tell, someone put some underwear on this no, girl. But <laughs> Gosh. No, okay, but I'll tell you the part of that scene that made me, like, bleh, was when they were like, oh, it smells like sex God, in here. Gosh. I was like, oh. <laughs> no, it was just also oh, off-putting. And I was just like, oh, girl, your friends are right there. And the people know. Like I was like, oh. I mean, gross. <laughs> My husband and I were making out in the back of the van when we first met, and everybody... So many was, references that moment. It was like a huge deal. <laughs> we weren't having sex, though. We were just, you know, necking. And, um... <laughs> yeah, Ellen, and... No, I'm yeah. grossed out. <laughs> and you're the product of that. But, I mean, not no, that. Necking. Not that. <laughs> no, later, I we had sex. I you guys sex. did more than neck. <laughs> We did. Do you want me to talk about it? No. <laughs> but, um, <coughs> you know, everybody knows. Everybody knew what they were doing back there. And yeah. it was off-putting, and I couldn't figure out why she had to sit on his lap. They were the only two in the back seat. Yeah, I did. I did have that same thought. I'm like, wait, so what is going on with this? Like, is it one of those, like, station wagon seats where it's just, like, a full-down seat, and, like, they have to, I don't know. I was... But even that, there's room for two people to sit on. I know. I don't know, Mom. Ellen, explain <laughs> it to me. Karen um, finishes by saying, also, don't get me started on the epilogue, baby. Why? Oh, epilogue, baby. Why are you in this scene? Um, yeah. Her bladder's never going to be the same. Yeah. <laughs> mom can, mom I can, can attest, I can to, attest to that. Mom had to have bladder surgery. I did have we to just, have like, bladder surgery. We just, like, were tearing surgery. it out with had, us. I've had twice, two bladder surgeries. We were trying to grab pieces of it on the way out. They were. They were like, no, I want to stay. It's so comfy in here. <laughs> I did come out of mom with, like, one. Elbow and head together. Elbow and head together. So I was, like, in a reclined, napping position. And Ellen, I don't know. You guys don't know Ellen the way I do. She's got a ginormous melon. <laughs> and she's had a ginormous melon. Since day okay. one. When you say melon, you're referring to head. Just to your head. To my yeah, head. sorry. Is that something else? Well. Not your melons. Yeah. <laughs> she has a ginormous head. In fact, we used to call her Ellen Melonhead. That's my nickname. In, in, a, in so. a loving sort yeah. of way. Sure. And, uh, <laughs> but she came out head and elbow together. So that's the kind of woman I am. I, yeah. I birthed and then, that. And my dad says that when my arm came through, I just like. Just went bink. It just. My arm. Boinked out, and then I just kind of slid on out. And I think that is, like, the most dramatic way for me to arrive. <laughs> Hello, I'm here. I am here. But one arm in the air. <laughs> one arm in the air. <laughs> I'm here. And, and also, like, you woke me up from my nap, you bitch. <laughs> but I didn't have to birth any so shoulders because, I mean, you just, yeah. once the head was out, you just slid right out. So there you go. Welcome to the world, Ellen. <laughs> um, so there you go. 
Victoria says, I read this a while ago after seeing it recommended. I didn't hate it, but I can't say I liked it. What I can say is that I'm too old for oh, YA you. or at least this kind. New adult, oh, but yes. Um, from what I remember, it was very long. Yep. Unnecessarily so. Yep. And as others have already said, there were so many side characters with unmemorable slash similar names uh -huh, that at some point I wasn't sure who was who and neither well, I cared. Well, when they started getting into like Bobby and Maddie and all these other guys who were on the team, it's like, don't throw those names at me. I, I've got too much going on in <coughs> well, my brain like, already. even Russ, who is the lead of the next book, like, he, so he's, he has a big part to play in the beginning, but then he doesn't really, and then they would casually, like, mention him, and I'm like, wait, wait who, who the was hell he? is Russ? I and, don't and remember who Russ is. For some reason, because he, oh, I guess... Well, at some point, he comes to her and he says, I'm Russ, and he introduces her, and she's like, I know, I know, I know who you are. Cause she like, who is he? Because she, she remembered him from the dating icebreaker thing that they had, and, and... Oh, yeah. But it's like, okay, well, I don't know who you are. <laughs> I don't have a face I wasn't video. there. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, just so many basic white dude names that I was just like, how am I supposed to keep you all straight? And you all just play hockey. Yeah, they just play like hockey. you have no like distinguishing <laughs> characteristics. <laughs> I'm sure they do. We just don't know what they yeah, are. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, uh, Victoria continues. Uh, there was less of a plot and more several scenes pasted together in a Wattpad style, as if the author had been adding chapters on request and way too many parts to the story, with the evil partner, the eating disorder, the assault, the friend group, etc. I had the feeling it was too packed, and the sex scenes were so cringy. I don't know if it was their supposed age, the way they talked about it, or the public sex, probably all of it, but I skipped forward in more than one place, and that Uber scene was a big no. Yeah. Well, what would have been worse than being either one of them <coughs> would have been being one of their friends, just sitting there thinking, oh, I know what's going on behind me, and I'm not turning around. I am not happy about this. <laughs> Um, this said, and it had some redeeming quality in the way the two main characters actually talk to each other and the mental health positive message. I don't know what happened with the epilogue. That was a mess. <laughs> um, yeah, agreed. Well, and cause usually our complaint is that they don't communicate and these people, they do, they do communicate pretty well. Yeah. I mean, um, they're usually communicating about stupid stuff, but yeah. And she usually is pissed off about something stupid that yeah. I could never follow, but, um, but at least they do communicate. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, so I guess that's a plus. I guess that's a plus. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, Jill says, I read this a few months ago when it was on Kindle Unlimited. I was going to reread for the pod, but it is no longer on KU. And I don't recall liking enough to shell out nine bucks for it. I think the issue is I'm just not that into sports romances, especially college sports romances slash new adult they seem juvenile and the banter can be cringy. Side note, there was a time where I didn't get the whole hockey guy main character in romance novels. Really, how hunky can they be? But last November, I was at a work event selling raffle tickets at our local hockey team's game. They had a store items down where the players entered the ice, and I was there when the team came out of their locker room and walked right past me to go to the ice. And now I get the whole hockey player. <laughs> Yeah, I've never had problems with that. Like, um, in fact, in my college days, that was like the only sports games we went to. Is my my friend and I, Jillian, who's been on the show, um, we were super in when we were 
<laughs> we were so cool, you guys. When we were in high school, we no, were... No, they weren't. <laughs> we were really obsessed with, like, the 80s, and we had, like, an 80s club in our high school, and we became really obsessed with, like, the 1980 uh, Olympic hockey team, because oh. it was, like, when Miracle came out. The movie Miracle. The movie out. Miracle came out, and um, we were obsessed with that movie, mainly because there's, like, a bunch of cute dudes in it, and with 80s hair. Um... And so then we got pretty into hockey. And so when we were in college together, that was, like, the only games we would go to was um, the hockey games. And especially when they played this, there's this other college that's, like, just down the street from our college. And they would play, and every time they would fight. And it was like, yeah! And so we'd always go to those games. And um, we had a ton of fun. And, yes, the hockey boys are cute. When our kids were little, we lived in Spokane, Washington. And, um... They had a uh, minor league team. Yeah. I don't know what you call it in hockey, but um, and we used to go to their games all the time. We'd go with our Air Force friends, but sometimes we'd take the kids with us. And I would literally sit there thinking, I'm encouraging my children, my sweet young babes, to shout, fight, 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 <laughs> at a bunch of guys who were pummeling each other on the hockey rink. And then I couldn't find myself, I couldn't find it in me to stop. To so, so we just kept going and, and uh, yeah, we, we loved it. We loved going to hockey games. Yeah. Um, no, they're, they're fun. Um, and, you know, it's like nice and cool in there. Yeah. And it's great. Um, anyway. Aaron says, I saw this book all over Bookstagram and was looking forward to reading it. I love a hockey romance, but this one was just a like for me. I listened to the audiobook, so I was able to get through it pretty fast, but it was quite long. Oh my gosh, I can't imagine listening to this book on audiobook. I think I would like zone out through most of it. I zoned out reading through most of it. Yeah. I did like seeing some of the mundane parts of their relationship, but there were some scenes that felt unnecessary and dragged out. Sex was also too much. I didn't need the explicit description every time, and some of it was a bit vulgar and cringy. The redeeming factor for this book was the secondary characters and the friendships they had with Nate and Anastasia. Overall, I enjoyed this book, but it didn't live up to the hype. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Ruthie says, guys, I'm at 92%. I can't believe it's not finished. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, I'll keep reading to see if What's-His-Name Aaron comes out as a real villain and justice is served. This is YA with porn, and that's all I can say. Just kidding, I have more to say. So at about 48% when our hero gets blamed for Aaron's injury, since I hadn't read the back cover, I thought the book was almost finished. Then, what? I'm not even halfway? (laughs) That's the way I kept... the, The whole time I was reading it, even in the beginning through the end, I was like, am I not even close to the end yet? It just dragged on. So then I thought, goody, I get the book version of the movie Cutting Edge. Look it up. It's a cute movie. Topic. Yep, I've seen it. This book reads as fan fiction for me for these reasons. Superstar main characters who shine in their own right and yet still need each other to succeed and overcome their backstories. Uh, meant to be a couple that probably didn't have enough sex in the original book, so fans want to read about it, and we get a lot of it. Yeah. yeah. Lots of side... I wonder if it started... I, I didn't get the feeling that it started as fan fiction, I, but I would be curious. Somebody will fill me in on that. Um, lots of side characters that you're supposed to love as much as the mains and know about their backstories and create this young adult group dynamic, like a big ongoing family party, and villains who go extra lengths to keep the couple apart. Like, Why? 
Hey, I'm not saying I'm not here for it, but there is a reason you've got to edit down weekly updated fan fiction into a novel before releasing it. But I don't know if my theory is true. I've got to finish reading them. I'll go Google the answers. And I think that's where somebody weighed in and said that, yes, it did start as a Wattpad story. And I would I would venture <clears throat> that it wasn't originally set in L.A. I would I would think that it was probably originally set in either oh, the Pacific why? Northwest. Like, why move it? Because it, like, doesn't make any sense in It would LA. make way more sense in, like, the Pacific Northwest, especially with him going to Vancouver. Yeah. Well, and, yeah. Or, or in, uh, you know, New England or pretty much anywhere but L.A. Yeah. There just wouldn't be a town called Maple Hills in L.A. Now, someone's going to find that there's a town called Maple Hills <laughs> in Southern California. Yeah. And, and so I might be wrong, but it just doesn't sound like the name of a Southern California no. town. Sorry, you guys. <coughs> Ellen's getting over the vid. Gosh. Well, and it's just I've just got throat because I've been yelling at my kids all week. All right. Juliet says, hi, missed everyone. I saw this book was on the list and thought it was the perfect one to emerge from my graduating colleges slash studying for CPA exams slash starting a big girl job hiatus. Get it, Juliet? Yeah. Good for you. Congrats. I originally read this one back in the fall and remember really enjoying it. I reread it this week so I could have something meaningful to contribute to the discussion. Conclusion is I still really, really, really like this book. It's missing something for me to call it a love. And honestly, I think it might be that Nate was just too perfect. I know he had his little third act moment of not listening, but I felt that the way he handled everything up to the point was just a little very unrealistic. A level of emotional maturity to expect from a senior in college, especially with daddy issues. I think I would have liked his side, his character a little more if he had seemed more human. That said, or that aside, I loved them together and was too overjoyed to read a book where the main characters communicated in a largely healthy way and actually said when they were frustrated with each other and didn't just ghost when it got hard. Yes, I acknowledge there was time at the beginning, but I feel like that doesn't count because they weren't together. Loved their banter and all the side characters. I cannot wait to get a book for Henry and see what mischief that guy gets up to. We'll be reading future releases. On that note, I wish to leave you with a quote. You should definitely F him, Lowe says, far more enthusiastically than I'd like. I agree. You probably should at least want Stas for science. The performing arts major and the English literature major, the two least STEM people I know, both look at me synchronized nodding and talking for science. <laughs> that was a funny. Yeah, that, that was funny. Um... Juliet, um, all of the things that you mentioned are what we liked about it. What I liked about it. Um, I just feel like there was a lot that was working against it for me personally. But I will, I mean, like, I do feel like we have to give credit where credit is due. We do bitch and complain about communication, communication. all the time. And here is a book where they do actually communicate. I just wish it was, like, in a different, differently paced book, maybe what I'll say. Jen says, it's been a while since I listened to this book. I remember being annoyed at how long it was. I also remember feeling very old reading this, which I never <laughs> feel when I read L. Kennedy's new adult books. That aside, I liked Nate and Stassi together, and I love Henry and vowed to read his book if he gets one. I gave this three and a half stars. Yeah. Yeah. I'd maybe be like... I think I gave it three. Three. And I almost always give four. Even if I love a book... <laughs> Four is my go-to, just because 
sometimes it's because I don't want people who are following me on Goodreads to know what I think what of it. What we're going to say about before it. Before I do the podcast. I just don't rate books, to be honest. You don't read. Oh, you don't rate books. Rate books. I yeah. said, I don't read books. I'm like, I know that that is not true. Oh, yeah. uh, Gail says, I have been doing terribly this quarter at getting the books read in time, so I'm going to comment while I'm just over the halfway mark. The book started as a like, and I'm getting to a really like as I've finally reached the point where Nate starts figure skating. Definitely the swooniest part is Nate agreeing to be Stasia's partner and no sex. Uh, that doesn't last very long. I love that he really is... Is really he? Re- hmm? I love that he is really head over heels for her. The sex without strings was a bit much for me in the first half because it doesn't feel like there was really much of a story for a long time. Now that there is more to the plot than just sex, I think it'll just go much quicker. Hmm. Looking forward to finishing the book and hearing what you all thought. Well, um, Gail, you should follow up and let me know what <laughs> <laughs> how that went for you before you listen to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then last comment is Ian. Ian says, this was a little tough to get through, especially at first. It's up there with some of the worst book, first book itis I've read in a contemporary. Yeah. Once I figured out that it was a first book, I was like, okay, that makes more sense with like how many freaking dudes there are to introduce (laughs) that I just like, just don't care about right now. Uh, it was hard enough trying to remember the names of the dozens of side characters. Why on earth do we need multiple nicknames for each character? And while I welcome minority slash marginalized group representation, it felt overdone here, even for a college in L.A. Yeah. Well, there was a lot of token this and token that, I felt. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah. I can appreciate a grumpy heroine, but I was struggling with how irrationally snappy and superior Anastasia was to Nate in the beginning, even if it did make for some fun banter. I wasn't sure why he wanted to be her friend so badly when she was constantly mad at him for things that weren't his fault. Agreed. Agreed. Um, I hated how alcohol was constantly a factor in their intimate, in their early intimate moments. The way uh, she was repeatedly much more amenable to Nate's company when she was drunk felt icky. Um, mm-hmm. I would agree with that wholeheartedly. <laughs> a lot of their behavior in the early chapters, like the silly games to stir up jealousy and other unnecessary dramatics, reminded me more of high school seniors than college seniors. Once a deeper relationship developed, I was more on board. There were moments of good communication and there were a lot of cute scenes. Some might say too many. It definitely dragged on a bit, but I enjoyed these scenes, though some of them made me feel painfully single. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is this uh, this is just because I did my college a lot different. I did a couple years and then I didn't go to college for a while and then I finished up later. Do people even refer to themselves as like, I get freshmen and maybe even sophomore, but do people even refer to themselves as juniors and seniors I, in college? I think we would do like, I'm in my freshman year or I'm in my sophomore year. I mean, I get year. freshmen because you're, it's your first year of college. But it seems like after that, just because some pe- so many people have to take, like, five or six years to get through college, it just doesn't seem yeah, like Yeah, I think a- we would often, like, refer more to, like, I have two semesters left, left kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, instead of saying I'm a senior or I'm a junior. Yeah. It just seems to me that's not a, a thing because hardly anyone does it in four years anymore. Yeah. I don't know. But maybe if maybe you're... Maybe with athletics. I was going to say, maybe if you're yeah. in sports, maybe because it determines like where you fall on the team or whatever but yeah 
Um, Ian continues, I also enjoyed the sex scenes. They definitely worked for me. I did think Nate was written by women in that despite him previously having been an inveterate playboy, his personality seemed very much geared towards a soft, loving relationship. Yes. Yes. Um, I'm mixed on how the character of Aaron was handled. To me, it felt a little incongruous for a woman who was so tough on Nate for so much of the book and who had been to so many therapy ses sessions to be so tolerant and forgiving and blind with Aaron and his abuse. Yes. Yes. A totally well said. That and I can get and I can get her overlooking some stuff because he's her partner and they've got other stuff they have to they but like, have we to do don't together. See any of that? We I needed, know we needed to have moments where we saw Aaron being a good guy for me to ever believe that. Like all we get is her saying like I have a lot of history with him and he has been a good friend to me and I'm like bitch where? Like yeah. I haven't seen any of that, and so I had a hard time with that. And yes, like for her to be such so like unforgiving to Nate about stupid things, but then with Aaron, it's just like, oh, he can do no wrong. Um, I was very confused. Um, Ian continues, overall, I'm going to give this a like. I understand that this is Hannah Grace's debut novel and was independently published, but she has now signed with a publishing house. I think she has talent, and I'd be happy to read another book of hers, assuming it's more rigorously edited. Was I the only one who thought of mom's meet cute story when reading the scene in the Uber? <laughs> Wow, it's surprising that you know that. <laughs> um, there, was, there, was I, no, there was no sex smell yeah, involved. I chose, I chose not to think of my parents when that scene was happening, believe it or not, Ian. Ellen, come on. <laughs> Gross. Thanks, Ian. <laughs> I'm thinking of me as a sexual being. <laughs> it slips when you're in your 60s. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> so there you go, mom. Uh, yeah, they didn't get that far, right? No, <laughs> no, we were just making out. <laughs> Your dad got a look at this and just couldn't keep his hands off it. Oh my God. <laughs> you ask him, he will, he will say that that's what it was because yeah, he okay. wanted this in the worst way. That's why we got engaged two weeks later. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Final thoughts, Mom, on this book? <laughs> I think we've said it all, Ellen. <laughs> um, no, and I have to say, Ian, well said. But, um, <laughs> but, uh, it just, to me, the worst thing about it is it just seemed to go on forever. It, like, took me forever. To yeah, like, you guys know that we don't love New Adult, but that was not even, like, the more unforgivable part of this for me. It was, the pacing was just bad, friends. Yeah. I'm sorry, but I, it was just so much, it's like Seinfeld, they say, is like the show about nothing. This is like the romance about, about nothing. nothing. And, um, except for, like, Well, even the stuff that was supposed film. to be something just fell flat. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. It I has, just... like, redeemable qualities, and I, I agree with Ian, like, I think that it, now that she's maybe with somebody who's going to be, I don't know, I've been let down by, like, some editing. Oh, we've ed been let down big time by <laughs> yeah. editors. But um, I'm, I'm, I'm also hopeful because she does, like, show promise for, yeah. like, banter. And um, 
characters and things like that. And she can write a sex scene. And she can write a freaking sex scene. She wrote a whole shit ton of them in this I don't book. know how she'd write it, though, if you didn't have a ginormous dick. <laughs> um, so, uh, better pacing. And now you guys know my new parameters for um, new adult books. They have to have sweatpants and... <laughs> Goldfish crackers. And goldfish crackers. And, um... I ate an unhealthy... Like, I would buy, like, the big carton of goldfish crackers, and, like, that is all I would eat, was, like, that and, like, spaghetti. So just carbs. So it's a lot like Anastasia's diet. <laughs> except reversed. Except, except, <laughs> except that, like, instead of... Like, she just replaced the goldfish crackers with, with salad and vegetables. Oh yeah, she did do that. <laughs> or whatever alcohol it was that she was <laughs> drinking. Um yeah, but I also like wouldn't eat much like cuz I would get home and I and my friends be like, "Did you eat today?" I'm like, uh, uh, no, I didn't. Well, see, my thing is, is I'm not a breakfast eater. I can't jump no. out of bed and then eat breakfast right so away. So it would be like four o'clock and I hadn't eaten anything. Yeah, I do that too. And then, so then from four o'clock to mm-hmm. nine o'clock. <laughs> Just goldfish. <laughs> yeah. So, and that's not healthy, and I get no, that, and I, I understand that, yeah. um, but I'm j- I, I can't, I am not a breakfast person, so, and yeah. by the way, it's not the most important meal of the day, so don't even try to throw that at <laughs> me. Don't start, don't start in on us. Um, okay, so those are our thoughts and some of your thoughts on Icebreaker by Hannah Grace. We would love to hear more from you on our Facebook page, our Facebook group, which is Not Your Mom's Facebook group, our Goodreads group, our Twitter and Instagram, which are both at NotYourMom'sRom, or you can email us at NotYourMom'sRomanceBookClub at gmail.com. So if you want to read along with us and email us with your thoughts, or if you would like to suggest a book for us to read, we'd love to hear from you. Next week on May 1st, we will be chatting about Georgie All Along by Kate Claiborne. Remember, you can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are sold for free. Don't forget to leave a review because it helps the show, and we just love to read them. All right. Thanks, Mom. You're welcome, Ellen. Bye, guys. Bye. Not Your Mom's Romance Book Club is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. You can find more outstanding podcasts to subscribe to at frolic.media slash podcasts.